0: Straw Hut Media. Oh, hello! There we go. Hi.
1: I, I, hi, Brandy. Why can't we hear you, Brandy? Talk louder.
0: <laughs> Can you not hear us?
1: Hi, I, Ryan. I hear hi there.
0: You. Oh, look at you too with your little <laughs> Christmas tree.
1: Hi, hi. You're beautiful. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look. baby
2: voice. She's so cute. Bye guys. guys. We'll talk after.
1: From Straw Hut Media. (laughs) This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. We have an amazing episode today. We're have, not we have. We're have. <laughs> we're having one. Uh, welcome, Ryan, my producer. Hello. Hi, Brandy. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Just hanging out in my house with my little cat.
1: <laughs> I think that's what we're all supposed to be doing is hanging out <laughs> in our house, but LA seems to have a problem staying in.
0: Yeah, they do. It's bad. It's real bad.
1: Yeah. So my question is, okay, so as much as we're told to be staying in and people just can't seem to fucking do it, what if Doctors decide they can't just fucking seem to go to work anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if they keep getting sick, eventually all the doctors will get sick too, right?
1: No, it's not even that. It's just that they're, we're, we're, we're being asked to stay home because COVID is worse than it's ever been. We have mobile morgues. We have everyone, like no ICUs in LA County are, they're at 0%. Yeah. Um, they, they can't put anyone else in there. We have no room. Yeah. And we had somebody die every 10 minutes yesterday of COVID.
0: Oh man, it's ten minutes. It was twenty minutes like last week. That's
1: yeah, it's ten crazy. because of the the Thanksgiving surge right now. And they're thinking in a couple of weeks we're gonna have the same thing and there's no room for anyone because of the Christmas surge.
0: Yep. A whole nother surge. Oh yep. my God.
1: And I've had a couple of friends who will rename me who will remain nameless. Oh, I'm having problems with my words today. But that have
0: been getting going out?
1: No, that have been asking me. Well, yeah, they've been seeing people, but hey, what are you going to do for New Year's? And I write oh back, my
0: gosh, me not too.
1: die. Like yeah. That's what I'm going to do because I'm not going to get COVID and I'm not going to go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Mags and I, the black cat, which is right by our house, they're offering this like couple's dinner that they'll deliver <laughs> yeah. to your house with a bottle of champagne. So we're going to do that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. At, at your house. I thought you were going to go out. I'm like, no. No,
0: no, no, no. no. They deliver it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, people. I mean, when I write back, not die, um, because COVID's worse than it's ever been. It's like, oh yeah, thumbs up or hurt it. You know they're doing something.
0: Yeah, I know. I had same thing. I had people ask me too, like, oh, who's gonna host a New Year's party? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: What? (laughs) I'm gonna start unfriending these people.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) they're careless. They're putting my life at risk. They're putting my kids' life at risk, and they're not. They're part of the problem, not the solution, and. You know who you are, people. You might get unfriended. (laughs) Just letting you know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But on to today's episode, we have a really fun episode today.
0: Speaking of COVID.
1: Yeah. Speaking of COVID, we're going to be catching up with one of my best friends, Jennifer Jimenez. She's also a sobriety expert, and she's had COVID herself. So she gets the seriousness of it, and we're going to talk all things sobriety during this pandemic. It's a very unprecedented time, and- she's talking pandemic within pandemic because there's so many people that are indulging in alcohol and things that that they would never indulge in. And so many people that were sober falling off the wagon. So we're going to get into, you know, how she's had to pivot her business because she did public speaking engagements, um, and how she's still, you know, helping people. And she's, she gave me hope after this conversation because I really, I, I have days of hopelessness and, um, It was just really great to talk to somebody who has, you know, she sees a light at the end of the tunnel. She's been sick with COVID. She's still dealing with COVID, the aftermath of what it's done to her. And I, of course, in full Brandy style, have (laughs) some wine with my interview because she's my bestie. And really, the topic was, you know, overindulgence. And I'm like, I don't know if it's Monday or Friday, but I'm having a cheers way more than I normally do. and we, you know, we just get into it. And I think that it's a really important conversation to be having during this time. And she's my friend. So we laugh, we cry, we don't really cry, but
0: well, I think it's so special because yes. So she's this sobriety expert and there you are drinking, but like the way she handles. I mean, she doesn't care. And, and you get to learn so much about your two, your relationship with each other in this interview, because it's like, (laughs) you just say (laughs) things and she's just like, knows exactly what you mean uh right if- she's, there's no
1: judgment there because like no. i mean she's 15 years sober but like at the beginning of the pandemic pandemic i called her i'm like hey girl if there was ever a time to get high it might <laughs> be right now and she yeah. just laughed it off like i can only say that to a few people because she knows i'm kidding but i was halfway serious but she just <laughs> she knows me so well that she wouldn't take that in like a way that would be yeah. offensive. And I but think I, it
0: just really comes across. And it's really, I love that. I love that.
1: I mean, she used to live with me for God's sake. She knows me better than anyone. Um, but we talk about how, you know, this pandemic is, you know, people that have never had anxiety in their lives are experiences for the first time. And we get into all the stuff. So I think it's going to be a really helpful and hopefully funny interview for you guys. But in all seriousness, it's more serious than funny, but it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. All right don't I you guess. think yeah I do I know <laughs> oh yeah you were there all right <laughs> let's get to it oh, hi, hi 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 I'm so excited
2: to see your face I'm so excited to just be here and I'm a little nervous I, okay why I'm, it's you I mean my sister I know right I know it's but wait I was thinking about this when I was like getting all done. My hair is so dirty, by the way. Um,
1: I I was your first guest on your show. I know. Crazy. And ride or die, bitches right here. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited to catch up with you. And I was doing a podcast just right before this. And I started to have wine. And then Ryan said, well, Jen's like sober. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. And I'm not. So (laughs) is it inappropriate? I don't think so. Because you used to live with me. You know me. I know. Okay. So this is the
2: whole dilemma with everybody always saying these things. If I could, I would, I can't. So I don't, I'm actually going to celebrate 15 years of sobriety in January. And it's because of my sister right here and my mom, I mean, your
1: determination, stop with that. But but like
2: at that moment, I was hopeless, helpless and lost. And you two, it makes me all, you know, I get emotional. You two were the ones like you, you were like, you got my social security. You found out like what treatment centers I could go to. You and my mom were talking and I went to treatment. But and if it wasn't for you guys, I don't, I wouldn't be here. So I'm going to stop you
1: right now because I feel like you've come so, Oh, I just put my tooth, my, my you've come so far. And now you're like, first of all, you were the person that did it. We just cared about you. And we were, we were like the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> I just made that up, <laughs> um, but you had to be the one to do it, and you did the work. And then now, not only are you sober and doing all these things, you're a wife, you're a stepmom, but you are a sobriety coach. Like you have come to the point where you're on the other side of this, to the point where you like you're doing speaking engagements and running. Um, sober living houses. And I don't know what (laughs) exactly. I mean,
2: but listen, like, this is the thing is that like, people always go, Oh my God. Like, how can you be, you know, when, when I was on, on your shows before, how could you be doing those shows? Like I got sober to live a full life. Like I don't drink. So like, there's nothing wrong with someone else who does, you know, and, and I'm not like, People who have come for help to me or my husband, and come and say, you know, my kids need help or I need help, then I guide and direct people. But like, there's no just because somebody's drinking doesn't mean that like I can't hang out with them. You know what I mean? Like I got tools in life. I know (laughs) you know this. I mean,
1: you (laughs) know, you've gotten a lot of shit for it in the past. And this is I was like, should I stop drinking? But then I actually want to have the conversation about the. I want to catch up, but the fact that. During COVID, I was wondering if you were tempted, number one. And number two, I was also like, everyone I know, I know a lot of people that have fell, fallen off the wagon during this time, and everyone's over, over drinking. Like, hello, it's Monday night. Cheers.
2: Yeah, I know. And like, so cheers. Um, uh, what I realized, okay, so this is what cut to. I'll just start here uh, for right now because we have so much to catch up on I'm I decided I want to start acting because I put it on the on on hold for the last few years because I was like literally all across the country speaking everywhere and I told Tim last December I was like you know they've been holding on to this like I want to get back to into acting and he's like well then act like you know like a total dude right like and I was like not ready to put it out to the universe and a couple of weeks later I get a call for this movie and I get my first movie. And at, the, at that meeting, like I get another movie. Then I get another movie and a, a pilot. After 20 years, I finally get my pilot. I'm in Texas with Tim, we're doing some intervention and we come back here March and it was a Tuesday. Thursday, California shut down and Friday I was supposed to start filming. So everything went on hold. And I remember being in my place and I Tim was in one room and I was like walking around I was like, oh shit. like we're in lockdown. Like, I'm going to go crazy. And I was like, oh, my alcoholism is going to be affected. I'm like the ism. I'm like, and then I said my mental health. And I ran into the room and I was like, Tim, Tim. I'm like, there's a pandemic within a pandemic about to happen. And he was like, holy shit. And he's like, let's get on. Let's talk about this. And I've known a lot of people who have relapsed. A lot of people have committed suicide, people who are normal. Oh,
1: we know the, the same people that, We know the same people, yeah. Yeah,
2: and people who are normal, like friends of mine calling me going, you know, I don't have mental health issues, but I've been on lockdown and I feel like I have mental health issues now. Like, and so this is creating a huge like pandemic, you know, with mental health and with alcoholism and drug addiction. Tim and I just lost somebody today that we knew from the deadliest catch that we were very close with and it's drug related. Like our hearts are broken today.
1: But do you think, Jen, like, uh, this is like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just tipsy. I'm not sure. I, so do you think, I know that you and I have discussed our own mental health issues together. I'm on an antidepressant. I know that you're on one. And having gone through this and having like crazy anxiety and acute anxiety in the past, I feel like I was better prepared than a lot of my friends that never understood what that felt like. So I don't know if you like, I feel like I'm everyone's life support right now that have, they don't know anxiety. They don't know depression. Like, I've been in it. Do you think that we're on in a better space, which sounds bizarre, but to deal oh, with yeah. it?
2: I agree with you on that. Like, so we have coping mechanisms, like thank God for therapy. Like, I mean, therapy is like the end all for me. And yeah, I have the 12 steps, but I also in the last 15 years have evolved and learned and grown, not just the 12 steps, which I do, but there's therapy, there's meditation, there's all these other things there's working out. Like, I know you can't go to the gym, but keeping active, even if it's in your own house, you know, Um, but we have tools and that's what we, we have coping mechanisms and with the people who haven't had those things, cause they've been on the go, you know, and this, what this pandemic has done is made us stay still. And that's the freakiest, scariest place for people to be in. Like, because they have to be
1: okay with themselves for the first time in their lives. They have to be okay with who they are and not the rat race that's going on outside of here. And that's why I feel like you and I have always been very open about everything that we've gone through, um, depression wise and, you know, all medication wise. And I do, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm not great during this. I haven't been great. I know you got COVID. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I feel more equipped than our mutual friends that are calling me going, they used to say to me, really Breathe. Or Mm -hmm. relax when I was having a panic attack. Relax. Now they're like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm like, relax. Yeah. It's (laughs) a little nicer than that. But I know I want to be like
2: that. But that's what people don't understand, B, is that like if you're having anxiety or if you're having a panic attack, that's mental health issues. You know, like, and and it's being able to be so open, like you have, like I have, about our lives and our our journey on whatever it is has allowed us to be more relatable, you know, and more able like to have our friends and our family come to us and talk to us privately. And we're like, okay, breathe, relax. You're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. We'll get through this. I mean, I remember somebody said to me and I might, might've been you, like we'll get through this no matter what you're going to get through this. You know, I remember we were talking on the phone and I was like, I told you
1: me. to go do drugs. I was like, Jen, yeah. I'm good for the end. You might as well get high if you want to. And you're like, B, I feel sick. Like I'm not going to get high. But you laughed at me. But I was saying it as a joke. But I was like, if there was ever a time to get high, it might be right now. And I can say that to you because you are 15 years sober and I am your best friend. So it's different. <laughs> but like if I said that. I would say that to someone else. I'm like, listen, you gotta do it, you gotta do it right now. But you're like, B, no, I just got married and you were feeling sick, (laughs) but I was just trying to be an asshole and make you laugh. But I think everyone You were
2: killing me that day on that phone call. I remember I was on the floor like rolling in pain and you were killed, but see, like if people don't get, like, if people don't get our relationship and know that we're sisters, I mean, like, we have been through everything together. And that's what people do not understand. Like, we have, like, 20 plus, maybe even 30 years of, like, going through this journey called life together. Let's
1: keep it at 20 plus. Let's
2: keep it at 20. I, I'll keep it at 20. Even though um,
1: it's, it's a long, it's a long <laughs> story. But that said, don't, I mean, I do feel like. With my advice to you, which is horrible advice, I actually did not want you to do that. I think a lot of people are partaking when they didn't used to.
2: They didn't. It's true. It really is. And like, the thing is, honestly, like if I, in a time like this, when we're all in isolation, like people are like, you know, the people that started drinking at like six o'clock, they started drinking at three, then it was 12 and then 10. And then they're just rolling out of their room and off the bed and like started drinking. Like it's become Like it's become a big thing now. But if I wasn't with, if I wasn't so accountable, you know, like if I didn't have this, like you know, I have a husband, you know, and like he's in recovery. So thank God. But like I have you, I have my mom, I have my brother, I have my family, I have people that like rely on me. Like I feel but You also
1: have your title as a sobriety specialist. Yeah, but like ask, like you're you're fucked if you ever wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather like just tell
2: my truth about like my uncomfortability and go through things. Yeah. And like I just hang on to no matter what. Cause like for me, I'm not one that never ever thinks about drugs or drinking. I don't want to do anything, but I talk about it like if it's in my head. I tell them myself, and like that's the thing. Like we have to be able to have a communicative relationship and talk to people, and like tell our truths because we've been living in this like smoke and mirrors bullshit that really isn't like existing anymore. So like get over it. Just tell your truth. If you're struggling, you know people are out there to help you.
1: Right. It's hard. I think it's difficult for some of the people we both know, and like there's been suicides. Why people like that have hundreds of millions of dollars and they're stepping off a ledge in century city. And I'm not going to say the name, Mm -hmm. but it's like, he missed social interaction so much and he wasn't an addict, but he was so depressed. Like I'm like, just, I'm beyond depressed. I've doubled my antidepressants. I, um, the kids left today. So that's difficult for me this week. I'll be completely solo. And it's been difficult, but I've—I feel like I used in the beginning. I said, "Oh, I I excel at quarantining. That's all I do." And now (laughs) I'm like, I want to rip my hair and teeth out. And I know that you—I know that this is your career and what you do. But you're an actress first and foremost, and I know that this is your husband. You guys have this amazing business, and you do all these like public uh, forums and public speak speaking engagements. Ooh, I'm almost tipsy. Um, But I'm wondering how that has changed because before, yeah, we all had our dramas and we were talking about it, but now it's like, I think when we come out of this, you are going to be in business because everyone's going to be in rehab. (laughs) Well, like what happened
2: was Tim and I this year, the beginning of the year, we had all these, spe- like 80 speaking engagements. I was like, that was our bread and butter. And then um COVID happened and everything went locked on. We lost everything, everything. So like, we're sitting there going, there's a pandemic with a pandemic and we have no jobs. Now, like half of America, most of the world, right? right? And now we have to recreate ourselves and try to figure out this whole thing out, right? And I was like, Zoom, here we go, like, right? And I don't even know how to do the Zoom thing. He did it obviously, but I, um it's having to recreate and it's having to reinvent and it's having to like get through this no matter what. Like the people, like I understand feeling depressed. I get that. Like I understand, um, mental health. Like I understand that your mind may be telling you, like, you can't get through this, but like, I want to let people know you can, and will get through this. Like if I got through it and like, we had to reinvent ourselves and so hopefully you know next year it's a good time you know we we already have like speaking things going on and but it's like you know some days we're doing this together and like some days you know in quarantine i want to like you know beat my own head out you know right. like, so
1: it's hard so my question is like you are so amazing at you know being it, you're such an amazing addict. <laughs> so good, like the best well, you addict, that one, <laughs> the best addict I know. Um, I was being too though. <laughs> I know, <Okay. laughs> but oh my god, I miss you. But um, no, but how are you? Because I am not okay. So so it's different. We're not just talking about um our addictions and what we're doing to destruct ourselves, which was exactly what we're all doing. But th- I know you're a nervous nelly like me. And I know that's your mom's name. So that sounds weird. But how are you coping with the fact that we're in a pandemic that, I mean, we've never been in, in our entire lives and you're not only having to deal with, you know, people speaking agents where people are looking to you for hope but you also have to like project hope when we don't really know. Like I feel like life could be hopeless.
2: I like that question. That's a good question. So um What I started talking about in the beginning when COVID started was when, you know, we went on lockdown was that there's this pandemic within a pandemic and there was going to be more suicide. And all of a sudden, you know, the suicide hotlines went up like, um, I think it was 800%. And then the uh, addiction and and relapses and stuff, it's like 300% alcohol sales. Like it's just out of control, but then we get COVID. Now I have underlining issues, and we had talked about that. So prior to that, I'm trying to like you know I'm buying every master is online. And online.
1: I mean, you got COVID personally. I'm Yeah, we that, get right? COVID. Yeah, we like, get COVID. You and life. your husband contract because you guys are dirty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but you contract <laughs> yes. COVID, and and it's a whole new fucking game. So COVID,
2: now, and it's not a flu like COVID. You know, like some people got. We got the worst strain, the highest strain eight weeks of hell, like laying on the floor. I mean, it was painful. Finally, Predazone worked for oh. a month. It got better. Um, and I'll tell you this. I never want to go through that again. Tim says that he'd rather kick heroin in prison like he did before back in the day, because he's over eight years sober, than go through and get COVID again. Now we have the antibodies thus far, you know, but we don't know how long that lasts. Yeah. Um, and so living in this unpredictable new way of new normal of unnormal of life is, is interesting, you know, cause it's like, you still got to eat, you still got to do things. You still got to work. You still got to function. And some days because of COVID now get this afterwards, I started feeling really weird. Like I got weird things like all these veins busted up in my body and they were like, that's COVID related. But the CDC wasn't talking about it. Fogginess out of control. I still have it. I'll forget from one room to the next. What I was saying, all in about maybe like twenty more minutes, I might forget what I'm saying to you. Like, and I'm like, am I the only person going through this? Now the physical pain. But wait, COVID- I have
1: a question, Jen. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but don't didn't you have pre existing conditions like yes. to get COVID? So I think maybe it's hitting you. We don't know. We have no idea like how it's hitting you. But I know no that you had a lot of underlying health issues. So when I was yes. speaking to you, I was so afraid. To, you sounded like you were dying and i was like i felt like it was i know but that's why i'm like okay and we were texting earlier today and you're like girl like the aftermath of covid is even worse than actually having it so do yeah. you, do you yeah. like I'm, i i want information out there like but you i just want everyone to know you did have pre-existing conditions
2: I did. I, and but my husband did not So, and he has some issues, not as much as I did. I do. Um, but he gets really tired. And when he gets tired, it's like, he ran a five you know, mile, 10 mile marathon. He's out like, and he never was that guy. He was like on the go 24 seven. He's like the guy with way too much energy. And now he gets really, really tired. Um, I have the fogginess. I have the body, the extreme, like excruciating body pains. Like I'm on prednisone right now, um, to, That's just,
1: so Everyone knows it's a steroid that just helps not like one for muscles. It just helps keeping the swelling down so that yeah. you don't have to go into the, if you, if, so if you have a hard time breathing, I'm very um because Mason has allergies as well, so I know when he's on prednisone, it's fine. So I know it just helps with the swelling. So people don't think that you're on steroids. I'm just yeah,
2: I, no steroids. Yeah, it's it crazy because like it's like they don't know yet because it's a brain disease. Like it's, it can affect the brain, like, and mental illness as well. So many, many hundreds of thousands of people are suffering from post COVID mental health issues. Like, and they're just figuring this one out. So all of a sudden I'll go really, really down. And I, again, because I have tools, you know, from the 12 step program, I'll be like, I'm really down right now. Like, is this real? Like what's really going on? I, and I can't deal with a lot, a lot of stress. Meanwhile, I'm in a very stressful industry, um, of trying to help people, um, get better. So, uh, I kind of have to take a step back at times I'm getting an MRI done on my brain in the beginning of the year and on my upper back and my lower back in the hips and stuff. But the swelling right now is helping. I'm living in a girdle 24 hours a day, pretty much. I started physical therapy. Um, and, I go to chiropractors and they do the ultrasound and all that. Um, but I have to be careful, right? Like, uh, I've gone to the cancer center. They've done every test possible. I belong to Beverly Hills cancer center because of my underlining issues. I don't have cancer, but all my blood levels are good. Which is great. You know, and um, my oncologist said, because one of the things somebody told me early on when COVID, uh, when we went on lockdown was take vitamin D, zinc, crescentin, which I've been taking since the cancer center for the last four years. What is um, crescentin?
1: It's for your gut. It's a natural, oh, it's like gut uh, health. yeah. And it, because our it, guts are actually like the second brain of our body and exactly. they're actually bigger than our brains. I know
2: Exactly. And if you if you Google it, you can get it life extension. It's all natural. Um but zinc, uh, vitamin D, vitamin A. So I get all everything tested. My doctor looks at me, my oncologist, and he goes, did you start taking vitamin D for some reason? I said, Yeah, I started taking it in the beginning of COVID. And he goes, I think you saved your life and your husband's life because you should be dead with the COVID strain that you had. How bad wait, wait, hold
1: on, I just want to say we are not doctors. Yeah. We, are not. we, we play them in movies <laughs> and on TV and on my phone and my text to you, but we are not doctors. So please don't sue us. But yeah, I, I know but that my zinc, tells me that zinc does help the common cold and everything. Zinc, it could be like everything to all of us. Exactly. So he said, Your so your vitamin
2: D level, the number, the actual number should be 34, right? Mine was at 89. And he goes, You are so like you're triple the amount. And he goes, Whatever you're doing, just keep doing on the vitamin level. You're like,
1: I'm so Argentinian bitch. <laughs> I, like I grew brown. This is how I can uh, do, do it. I think <laughs> and,
2: right. and empanadas. So like yeah, anyways. So like living in this uncertainty. Like literally talk about not like stepping on faith in like a lot deeper. You know what I mean? Like you just literally like go, "You know what? We always get taken care of. As long as we're taking care of ourselves, it'll all work out somehow
1: you or think another." Because I feel like I don't know. I feel like, Jen, like, like everyone reaches to you and actually kind of me randomly, but like within our friendships that we all reach to you for like focus and, and advice, but even you, you're admitting that you have, you you're there, you're like in the pandemic, but you you're a bright light within it, but you're also acknowledging the fear, which I think is important because... You can't sit there and say, it's going to be okay. And then we can all have faith with that. Talk to me tomorrow. I might be
2: in a totally different frame. as bright as our lights are, they're just as dark. Right. And like, right. and I'm very aware of that. And I'm very honest about that. Like, and so you got to just remember who you are. Like, just like take a breath, remember who the fuck you are and like breathe and just know that all we have is this moment. Like I literally have to hold on to that because with all my other, like trying to figure out all the posts, this and that it'll, it could drive me crazy. And then I'm like, you know, trying to be a wife, trying to be, you know, not trying. I'm being. You know what?
1: What I have to say what drives me crazy are your fucking long ass texts. Like you are the longest texture. I know I'm like, I'm trying to, to like that. lighten um, this up a little bit, but it's very, it's a the longest text. because I, I have to read see glasses them. now. I do so too. Like I have to find my glasses <laughs> to read them. I know, but I have so much to say to you.
2: Like who else am I
1: going to say these things no, to? I love it, but it's it, a long fucking texture. I'm like. Jesus Christ. I know, Christ, I know that I?
2: Electual, I know, I know. It's funny because like, and then I know I can go really long when I text you and Trina together. I'm like, I'm oh, gonna I get with this Kill I, me now.
1: I was like, Jesus, jesus Christos. I mean, T.J. and I don't even text. Like, we're, I'm, like, barely on, like, so we love each other. And then you came in with your page long, like, I love you. Well, it's, a ag- this is aggressive. I had to, like, check out at some point. But the love is there. We love you. Look, I know. And I know. You, I, like, the, we're, we're, like, best friends forever. Like, we have our little crew and I love that. And I love that we can sit and do and, like, talk shit and, like, say everything. And I'm not putting you on the spot for, like, Oh, please let us know how to save us all from the pandemic. No, God, no.
2: But you know what? Like, we're all just trying to figure this out. So like, let's figure it out together. And if nothing doesn't work for me, then, you know, I'll go look somewhere else. Like, that's where people can do is like, we can all figure this out together. And like, with all that, like, it's funny, because we went from like, getting so, like, whenever someone like, comes at me uh, about hate or something on social media, I'm like, you really have time for hate right now? Like, why don't you go check on your parents? You know what I mean. Like, so I, I feel that we just need to change that narrative. Like, there's no time for hate. Like, we're all just trying to figure it out. I'm what? literally right now sitting in Indian style. I got dressed up for you, but I'm wearing socks, and the dress is really short. Um, I had leg warmer. <laughs> <laughs> have leg warmers. Yeah, But I hope my crutch doesn't show at all whatsoever. Um,
1: anyway, <laughs> but that's the point. Like, I, I feel like uh, it's so exhausting, but I'm so lucky to have all of you crazy people in my life. I'm so lucky. I don't need to talk on the phone with anyone. Like I go dark. I don't talk to anyone or talk to for a week. It is what it is. Like mama has to figure it out for herself. But I, I want to assure other people that aren't crazy like us. That there is actual hope. You just have to talk to you and me. <laughs> I know, but like the thing is, it will be like, is
2: that I know that about you. And I know that there's other people out there like, Sometimes you just need to figure it out on your, by yourself. I know that when push came to shove, if you ever needed me at any time of the hour that I would, you knew that, you know, that I'd show up there without a, with I'd go to your house right now, if you need me, One thousand. Like, if you need to figure it out. Like people need that space. Like I'm not that person, no. like, but like, you know, that, you know, about me,
1: we are caretakers in general. Like you take care of your mom, right? <clears> forever. We're what we are nurturers in like slightly different ways, but mm-hmm. we lived together for a really long time after my divorce, the boys love you. And we like, yeah, I love
2: I, those boys. I know. I, I can't even believe how tall they are. I just can't. Yeah, even so
1: stupid. Um, but we, we nurture in different ways I know that I will write a day for you, no matter if I don't talk to you for three months. And Trina is the same for both of us. She, you, her and I are similar, but you're long winded Texas, 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 Texas is a state, but it's, it's
2: (laughs) which I went to recently.
1: No, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't want to dump the pressure of my, I can figure it out for myself. And if I can't, you're the first on my fucking phone. Like I'm like, Hey, let's have a conversation. But you know, this has been a dark time. I don't think that anyone has the answers at all for especially when people are newly anxiety written, 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 whatever. Um, It's difficult. It's difficult. Like you and I don't have the answers for everyone. That's like, oh my God, you, you've had anxiety for so long. Like, what do I do? I'm like, get some fucking Xanax. (laughs) God,
2: I wish I could do the Xanax.
1: So wait, um, okay,
2: just joking, guys. Just joking because they're going to fucking- It's jokes. It's run. my
1: fault. Everything's but, my fault. Blame it um, on me.
2: <laughs> it. But like, that's the thing is like, what may work for you for anxiety may not work for someone else. And I always say the same thing. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here. But it sounds like you might have like, you know, it sounds like the things, the symptoms I've gone through at times in life or whatever, you know, and I'm not a doctor. I just like to play one on TV. Right, um, me but- too- it's like, people are like, well, how do I even find a doctor? It's called, they are online now. You can zoom with them. I zoom with my therapist. You Who's You can have her? a video, like,
1: a video, like, um, consultation. and if you don't have insurance, there's even this thing called like the real, I don't, I don't know. It's like a, the real appointment only. I don't know what it's called, but you can actually get prescriptions, not oxycodone, <laughs>
2: People can get do tell. I mean, I think that there are like sites they can see for free now on teletherapy, right. um, and some other things, but you know, everyone's like, oh, it's going to cost me money. No, there's free. I mean, these people are working tirelessly out there. Did I say it right? Tired, tired. I mean, well, you know what I mean? They're I'm working nervous. nonstop, like all day long till night. I mean, like just like any healthcare worker, you know, um, this is weird. Like it like sometimes I trip out. Like when I'm on a like when I, I'm not flying right now because I got really freaked Thank out. Thank God,
1: you were flying a lot. Like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm like, uh, I'm never seeing you again. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you were like constantly flying.
2: Thousand miles last year, like alone. This year, when we after we got COVID, Tim and I were like, I mean, cause we got I mean, it threw us on. I mean, I was on the floor. I mean, it just wiped me out. And I was like, we're not, I'm not going from zero to hundred, babe. We're going to have like those moments. We're really going to appreciate life. And we went, of course, from zero to hundred. And then at one point I looked at him, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm freaking out on a plane, like, and I'm having anxiety and, uh, and people are going to get arrested, arrested in my plane. I'm like, I got to chill out on this. Like, it's just too much animosity. And, um, and so I've chosen not to fly for the next, you know, at least for the, unless we get an intervention, you know,
1: and yeah, so it's no, a lot, um, I know. So you went from like all of a sudden you were married, you were a wife, you're a stepmom, and then you got COVID, and then you got COVID happened, and then you got COVID. Yeah. And so, like you and your husband, I could say that you've probably been married now for about 10 years because you've been together nonstop this whole time. How are you doing as a newlywed getting COVID? And it's insane.
2: So on my sobriety, not my mama, but on my sobriety, which is the one thing I stand in truth in. Right. Okay. So I said to Tim last night, okay. Cause he's been married before. And I was like, I've never been married. So I was like, what we've just gone through, we're about to celebrate on New Year's Eve a year. And we you know everyone's like, the honeymooners, the honeymoon year. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about, a honeymoon year? Like, and I actually, one day uh, when we had COVID, I texted him, I was rolling around in my back in here, and he was in the other room, and I was like, can we do the honeymoon year like in a year or two after COVID yeah, done? And, seriously. Like, I know. So I go in the room last night and I said, babe, because you would know this answer, I wouldn't. For this year that we've been to married, like, you know, what would that be equated to? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, like ten years. So I'm glad you're saying that because yes. like, literally, we worked together, we lived together, we got COVID together, we've been in isolation together. Um, So it's time for a divorce. If you
1: ask me, <laughs> ten, ten years. Years. Like it's like years. Click, 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 click. Boom. It's like it's at, it's at that moment. I'm kidding. But but no, but I know, and it feels. I mean, it literally has literally. Huh literally i'm saying
2: literally, literally literally it literally has been hey. like i mean it's been great i've been able to rely on him and then it's been other times he just doesn't get it. he's a dude you know what i mean he doesn't get like you know i, the, I, I live with dudes hello yeah. oh my god i mean like not being able to get my toes done, like the girl things right like i don't feel as feminine e- <laughs> you don't want to see my hoofs. they're bad they are bad but like it's bad it is bad I mean like my extensions are about like this long um like I'm gonna and I just don't want to pull them out because like they're already falling out uh I think I might get clip-ons or something I might yeah right
1: like it's the time to like let's we're the same we're like hoochie mamas we are (laughs)
2: Um, so I was buying everyone, every part, every nail that I could on Amazon, like those long ones. So like, and they'd flip off like every day, but like
1: everywhere (laughs) in the ice maker, I was like, here's some ice and there's a nail in your ice. So next week. I would get a nail like, and I'm like, this is so gross. I got him alone.
2: <sighs> I don't know how our girls do it with that. Have them all the time and they curl. Like, I don't know how to, why, like, that's just the whole thing. I know you don't like talking about that,
1: but anyways. But um, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I mean? I like, I get you. Like we are, we are high maintenance, but like, it's like, but it also I feel like it's, we're not that high maintenance, but we like, like our hair and nails done and all this and going to COVID it's like those were our caretakers. Those were our moments to step outside of our frame and like get shit done where we weren't parenting, where we weren't working. And we don't have that self-care love right now. No, like we
2: can't even go for a walk. You and I right now and like talk about whatever. I mean, we have to FaceTime, but like, then I have to be careful because then like he could hear it. So like, it's like, I'm almost hiding in the closet. Like I can't be like, I can't stand this motherfucker, you know, but I, of course I love him. Uh, but Yeah. I mean, thank God he's been good Uh, lately. We started doing couples therapy and it was the greatest thing that ever happened. I mean, because you're a
1: newlywed couples therapy within quarantine as a newlywed.
2: Yeah. We've done it twice, but we just needed to find boundaries because, and he goes, why are we doing couples therapy? He thought I was going to like throw him under the bus. And I was like, because I love you so much and I want us to have a healthy relationship because clearly you haven't been able to have healthy relationships, and I've never been married. So, well, okay, wait,
1: okay, you just threw him under the bus because you said he could never have healthy well, relationships. Well, he had not
2: had healthy relationships. Okay,
1: like, like oh, come on, eat. All right, be nice. But,
2: yeah, no, I love him. Are you kidding me? But no, the I know. lessons that he's learned, how to apply them into a healthy relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's, it's like,
1: great to have therapy for you guys right now, especially because. I think, like, spending all of this time together is so destru- – it can be so destructive if you don't do it right. And even though like, yeah. we're talking – like, all of our friends are ma- – a lot of our girlfriends are married, and they want to murder and kill their exes. It, in the beginning, it was great. And then they're like – in the beginning, I was so lonely, but now that everyone's complaining about their spouse, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. But, yeah, it still does – like it's hard to go to bed alone every single night, and that's the thing is like I had never, I've never done this. Like I've never been. I
2: mean, I've been in. No long one's been, ever like, done this. It's a yeah. pandemic, bitch. So, but no, I'm saying like ma- the marriage thing. Like I've never oh. done it, and I always said like when I do it, I'm gonna do it once, and that's it. Like I'm doing it, and I want to do it with the person that I'm. I, I mean, I'm so grateful that I found my equal. Like you know what I mean? Like and- someone who has. I didn't know it was like somebody that was going to have the same passion that I had, you know, I thought it was like, you could do whatever. Isn't
1: that how you met? Like you guys are both sobriety specialists and that's.
2: He was, he's a big speaker. He had a documentary on A&E um, called Dope Man. And he was like at the, State of U- at the State of the Union with Obama. Like he's like, you know, been, he's been in the trenches, but in a different way than I was. Like he, and he was helping a lot of people and he was just pulling people out of crack houses. And, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was going to places and speaking. So he I've was, been doing you
1: know, that. I've been like pulling people out of crack <laughs> houses. Nuts. It's been intense, but like, I really enjoy my job. See, I wasn't
2: doing that per se, yeah. um, but he he wrote a book like, you know, he's really he lives, eats and breathes. this. So um, it was so good to, to meet somebody. And I had been we've been friends for two years on Facebook. Like, hey, congratulations. That was it. Like no direct messages or anything like that. And then he said, you know, I'd like to meet with you because he wanted to power up with a female to do what he was doing, what we were doing. But when women were coming up to him, he could pass them on to me. And when men were coming up to me, I could pass them on to him. Oh, so, so you guys
1: are like a cult or like, are you swingers or just a cult? <laughs> you know, I'm joking. Wise. I know I, you I joke all time. People are. Like, I feel like what? I'm slightly. In cult,
2: they're in a swinging club. Mm. That's funny. Um. But like, it, I don't know. It was like crazy. When when I met him, it was like, whoa, like love at first sight. Like I never, I thought all the exes equated to that thing, but like it worked. It was amazing. Um, and here we are, you know, and and I'm doing it in my 40s. Yeah. What, what, what? I mean, 30.
1: What <laughs> I mean, 29ers. 29, uh, I think that you're fucking the most, like I'm so excited to like talk to you. And then I thought like, Oh, brain side to me, which is such bullshit. Like maybe you shouldn't be junk to call her. Like, oh my god, I love that uh, you're mad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I think that it was smart because I think that everyone is feeling this and we need people like you guys are gonna do some Zoom um. Like therapy? What are you guys going to do on Zoom? Okay,
2: so well, people can get a hold of us at Dope to Hope and we speak all across. Like we'll do conferences, we're doing schools, we're doing treatment centers, um, you know, because now a lot of schools, everyone's doing it through Zoom. Um, we're not doing anything yet in person, but I can't wait till the day that we can start doing things in person. Slow it down,
1: bitch. Slow it down, bitch. Let's, let's get with the zoom because it's going to be a minute. I know that I don't mean to call you a bitch, but everyone thinks that Biden's coming in it's going to be like all, like everything is going to be great, but it's going to take us a good year or six months at least until we are out of the. Ditch like so I'm a, big like I'm so drunk now. Okay, so <laughs> he's like he like dug a big ditch and now like we have a long ways to go before we're gonna be good.
2: He dug a big ditch like a bitch.
0: Um, <laughs>
2: <Whoa>! <laughs> wait a minute. So what I'm gonna tell you is I'll say I'll add on to what you just said. So I've been watching a lot of international news and stuff like that, and they said 90% of workplaces will stay at home. In Zoom, and this is going to be longer than six months a year. I mean, yeah. I think that I agree. We're lo- we're looking at a new normal, like work working from home, you know, office spaces. That's all like yesterday's news. I think I really do. Um, I, I mean, I'm wrong. I'm open to be wrong, which is weird to say. Um, no, we
1: want to be wrong. But that said, like in this pandemic, you're going to pivot, and the fact that people need you. And they need your husband right now like everything has been canceled as far as like everyone signing up for these online or i'm sorry these in-person seminars no everything has to be over zoom we still need to hold on to something because there's a cliff and we're all going to go over it if we don't have your help and you know we need Why to we cry
2: again oh my god this? so with that said, like, I really do encourage people right now. I know it's a fucking tough time. I get it. I really do. I just want people to know that there is help out there and there's hope out there. And yeah. like, if you have questions, they can call. I mean, they can call us. Tim's very open about his phone number, but or they can get a hold of us at dope to hope.com. And I say that Go because.
1: To hope. Or
2: on our, any of our platforms, like I'm Jennifer Jimenez on all platforms. He's Tim Ryan from Dope to Hope, a man in recovery and different platforms. Um, He answers everything. I answer everything, all my things. I have no one answering for me, but sometimes it takes a little while because people don't know. Mason
1: answers my Instagram. I'm just going to let you know that. Mason's like getting a hundred bucks a week. So anyway, but, but I don't like, I'm not giving proper advice. (laughs) But I no love I, I love that you're like you're available you're out there you're someone that we all well for not for me but like like I well, I know if I need you I could text you but hey, maybe don't give your number out because you're a hot bitch. <laughs> um, let your husband take those numbers but I mean I think it's just really amazing and it it, it it's it settles my heart a little bit to know that you're there still. Like and you can answer like I asked you all these pandemic questions, which I don't know, but you still you are hopeful and you are still what we all need to move forward.
2: Oh my God. I love you for that. Thank you for that. That means that means a lot because I know you're not bullshitting. You've never bullshitted me. And and um and that's what I love. I mean, there's so many things I love about you. However, I do want to say this about uh, yeah, don't say anything about me. The that's government like, has not helped and i'm not one to get into politics they haven't helped for people with mental health and addiction so like it's people like tim it's people like me like it's my responsibility in some way you know to show up to give be a voice you know and that's all I really am. It's just a voice. Like we're all going through this experience together and we're having different reactions to it. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're an addict or not, or if you suffer from mental health or not, like we're all just going through this together. And this is a fucking weird time. It is. I understand that. Um, but it doesn't have to be weird forever.
1: No, it also, it doesn't have to be silent. That's what I'm saying. Like you and I, we talk, we, we text with your long texts, but (laughs) No, I'm saying like, if you want someone just to like talk to and be hopeful and have them be hopeful and like, know that they have this dedication to sobriety and anything else, like you give people hope and I want people to contact you. And I, I will, I will take a zoom class or not a class. I will, I will sign up for a zoom meeting just because like this whole situation tonight has made me not want to take a Xanax. And I <laughs> love my Xanax. I'm serious. I think you have such a strong heart and message. And then now that you're with your husband, I know I like when we went to dinner with the boys and we're like, I don't know. He was so,
2: the boys were so cute. He was then Tim was so nervous meeting the boys and you like, I mean like you were like the big one, right? Like it was like, if you pass that test, like he's good. And it's so funny. I remember, January or December 31st is our one year anniversary, which is really 10 years um, in this new COVID time. Yes. Um, but <clears throat> I remember I had text you we're going to the justice of the peace and you're like good bitch do that and then we'll have a wedding party and i'm like after okay, the because- fact
1: like save your fucking money we're, so we're still gonna do the party yeah but like we it
2: happened after yeah after all this is said and done you're still gonna be my maid of honor and i don't care i still want to <laughs> do the little walk
1: yes i know i am um no but we will do it yeah, and I know that but, I gave your husband a bit of a hard time at dinner, but that's my job.
2: No, I know. Um, he was like, it was so cute. He was so nervous and like loves you so much and always is watching out for you, making sure you're okay. Um, in every way. But I want to say this. Um yeah. I just leave us, uh, up,
1: leave us with some very epic fucking words.
2: Oh, na- damn, that's hard. Yeah. That's like a lot no of pressure. pressure. Wait, no that pressure. is a lot of pressure. I do want to say. Oh God, how do I end this? Um, just with love. I'll just end with this. You know, um, anyone out there who is struggling or having a hard time or a bad day, um, I encourage you to try to get to know the person you're trying to kill before you kill him or her. Because you might realize that you are so loved and that you matter and that your story's not done. And it's up to you how you want to tell your story. And that I can honestly say sitting here, that I love you. And I expect not a thing in return. Just knowing you're trudging with me is good enough.
1: That's so like, I will say, because I know you, and I know that you have the biggest heart ever. And that is a hundred percent truth. You guys, she will take care of all of you and your children and she will make <laughs> empanadas and then bring them over. <laughs> like you're, you have more heart to give than I, I definitely don't, but yes, like, you do. no, I don't no,
2: Yes, I can't. you do. I you still want to show it.
1: No, 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 no. I give my heart to the people I love. I, it's hard for me to venture out, but I would say to you is what you've always done is once you got your shit to fucking gather, you are a, you're a world conqueror. And if anyone can do this during this time, it's you. And I would, I would trust you with my children, number one. And anything that bothered me, I would come to you. And I, I hope. I know that. Well, I know you're like, yeah, and you
2: know no that there. I would do the same with you.
1: Right. No, I know, but no, you're like in a, on a different level right now. And I really love you. And I, I want everyone to come to Jen and mm-hmm. don't Thank mention me. Cause I'm an asshole. <laughs> but I'm also am, like slightly a comedian. So I'm just joking around. Slightly. General, Cause She's you the- know, you know, You know what's crazy is that what people don't
2: know is that this is how you've been for 20 20- years plus we're just going to say for a long time, this is who you are. Like, this is who you've always been. And one thing be, if it wasn't for you, You'll and I it. don't care, I just don't care. You always go, no, it's you that did it. If it wasn't for you and my mom, I would not be sitting here Indian style. Like I am showing my vagina to the camera if it wasn't for you. No, um, if it
1: wasn't for you. And I said that when like, you had the wings, you needed someone to set you fucking out there. We were the wind beneath your wings. I know the song, it sounds creepy now. But
2: no, I want to thank you for helping save my life.
1: Oh my God, stop it. I don't, I'm not good with this. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I don't like sentimental people. That's I know me you like, don't and you hate it Like
2: I'm a kisser and a hugger all
1: over you. <laughs> But Jen, I love you. And I, I, I will definitely, too. I can't, I'm going to text you after this. We have
0: to I go. know. I but love how you. will
1: we find you? Do we already ask this? Because I'm actually. Jennifer
2: Menes G-I-M-E-N-E-Z on all platforms.
1: And hope to dope, dope. Nope, to
2: hope. dope, 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 to
1: hope.com. Oh.
2: All right. I love I like
1: you. Gosh, I miss her face. I miss everything about her. I cannot wait to get back to normal life when we can do our lunches and walk our dogs together and try to not make them fight.
0: Do you think the vaccine's gonna do it? Do you think that's what's gonna happen?
1: Um, you know, it's 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 tricky because um the vaccine's going to take a while. I think that yeah. by the time you and I get it, you know, the normal people of the world get it, it's gonna be a ways away. And I think it's gonna be the responsibility of the people that you know, that have to wait for it um, yeah. to to stay in and stay safe and not reinfect people that, you know, may ha- I don't know how it's all going to work. There's so many questions about it.
0: And it, but it keeps changing, too. So it's like part of me thinks like and there's like this new strain in Europe right now. Like if we get a vaccine, is that is it going to count for that? Is that going to I don't know. It just seems like fucking oh.
1: Well, I think like with the flu, we get a flu, you know, I get a flu shot, but there's so many different strains of it protects from the main strain, but you have to realize these things mutate into other strains that aren't covered, but at least we'll be semi, you know, semi covered. I I just, I need people to stay patient and stay in and not make it worse. You know, Um, I just feel like the patience for the people is going to be the biggest issue.
0: Yeah. Where did you guys live together when you lived together?
1: She lived with me and the boys in one of the many, many houses I rented.
0: Oh, nice. In, in, in LA? In LA? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: After the divorce, she was like my husband, my sober Aww. husband. That's like,
0: yeah. so she really did get to like know you like, because like you're going through so much crap at that time.
1: Yeah. You know? I was on Housewives. She was with me on Housewives. I, I've known her since like I was 17 when we were modeling, but she literally helped me parent my kids when I was losing my mind. Yeah. She was like the other half of me. And it was very helpful because certain times I would just, you need somebody to bounce off of because you're yelling and no one's listening. And then it's like, okay, come in and, and be calm where I can go and have a moment.
0: Yeah. So uh, Yeah. She's so sweet. And she's got such a great mindset about About everything. And that's, it's real, it's real nice and positive. I like it.
1: Yeah, I like her too. I love her. So that's good. And I love the way that, you know, business is different now. And she's changing from public speaking engagements to helping people online. And the fact that she will answer every person that reaches out to her. And I know she will. Like she's constantly on her computer and on her phone. So she's, she gives me hope. She's a, she's a special person. Sure is. All right. With that said, Haiku? Yay! All
0: right, this is gonna be a funky beat.
1: All right. Woo-woo.
0: Here we go. You didn't go. even give
1: me a choice for music. You just no. told me. I just, yeah, I know. Jesus, you're in a hurry. <laughs> no, I'm not in a hurry. Whatever. Okay, here we go. Shot, shots, shots! Lots, lots, lots! We need to check ourselves. Leave the alcohol on the shelves. Boom! Boom! So that was shot, shot, shots! Lots, lots, lots! We need to leave the alcohol on the shelves. We really need to check our fucking selves. I added a few. Fucks. What a good rap! Right? Poem. Haiku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for someone to just say, "You know, you're not doing haikus." <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right
0: well, we'll pretend
1: until someone calls us yeah. out and we'll still pretend like we didn't yeah. hurt them.
0: exactly maybe they just heard this at the end of the episode
1: yeah i like that that remember that that, that song oh my god i cannot talk today what i'm watching song? um i found a new I, i'm watching all drug shows i have three new drug shows to watch
0: i didn't know there were so many drug shows you've oh, yeah, seen there, breaking bad right huh you've seen breaking bad
1: Oh yeah, I was like cracked yeah, out of either. my head and pretending I was on meth. I started to have, I started to feel bad for watching it and like, like like a meth head. <laughs> I'm not, but yeah. And Jenny, I am not. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, All right. Bye. bye, Ryan. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it. Check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.